Welcome back, Atlanta, to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920, The Answer. My name is Cleve Gaddis. We've got Atlanta Residential Real Estate Market Update today. We've got something you should know about Metro Atlanta, the Atlanta Cyclorama. I used to visit every single year when it was at the Atlanta Zoo. It's been moved recently, and you may or may not be aware of that. And then what are the upfront costs required when buying a home. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you are listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that's typical with one of life's biggest investments. We want to connect with you. We want to answer questions. We want to give you advice. We want to do anything we can to help you regarding real estate anywhere in Metro Atlanta. If you want to connect with us, it's easy. Just go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas. You can request your neighborhood or subdivision be featured in our Neighborhood Spotlight segment, which always occurs in the fourth segment of the show. You can also subscribe to our podcast there. Our podcast is available on all major podcast platforms, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, uh, Spotify, uh, all the different major platforms you can get our podcast. And we would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Uh, certainly um, let us know if you let, certainly connect with me and let me know if you decide you want to do that. Want to start out by wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving. This is the show on the Saturday before Thanksgiving comes up next Thursday. And we want to say happy Thanksgiving to you and your families, everybody throughout Metro Atlanta and all of the United States. We want to say happy Thanksgiving to you. I'd love to hear a little bit about your traditions or at least have you think about your traditions. So when I was growing up as a kid, I used to go to Tallahassee, Florida for Thanksgiving every year. My grandfather only lived until I was about eight or nine years old. But I remember going there every year, certainly after probably five, six or seven and what great memories I have of Thanksgiving as a little kid. You know, we'd be there with my grandfather and my grandmother and my aunts and uncles and cousins uh, right in Tallahassee, Florida on Live Oak Drive uh, with the big, big live oak trees with all the moss hanging out of it. And we would enjoy a fabulous Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, always turkey, always dressing, no stuffing because we're from the South, certainly sweet potato souffle, um, green beans always, all kinds of good things, and always had a mincemeat pie. And I never, ever, ever thought I liked mincemeat pie when I was a kid because it's very strong, very spicy if you've never had it. It's kind of like dates and raisins, and I'm not sure what all's in it. I should look to see. Now, every single year, I want a mincemeat pie. I normally only eat one little small sliver of that minced meat pie because that's all I need. But every time I eat that one little sliver of that pie, I am reminded of my granddaddy, Schuler. Probably one of the funniest people I have ever known. One time he, unfortunately, he uh, got cancer. That's how he passed away. He had lung cancer and brain cancer. And I sent him a letter that I'm sure my mother or my father wrote for me. And he wrote back several months later because naturally he had been laid up. And he said that he was sorry for taking so long, uh, but that I had sent him some Chinese handcuffs, which were little things you could stick your fingers in. Probably not a politically correct thing to say today, but you could put your, put your fingers 
in the little handcuffs and then you couldn't pull your fingers out. Uh, it was almost like a little, I guess the, the more you pulled your fingers out, the tighter the little handcuffs got on you. And the handcuffs is the wrong word, but they're just like a tube you would stick your fingers in. And he said that he had gotten himself stuck in the Chinese handcuffs for the last couple of months. And I still have that letter. I have that saved in my special box where I keep things that are so very important to me. So I hope you have some amazing Thanksgiving traditions. If you have good ones, continue those. If you have bad ones, it's not too late to change them. So happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody out there listening. I want to give you a quick Atlanta market update. In the last seven days, there have been 1,578 homes listed for sale, 1,578 there have been 1,035 homes that had a price decrease. Each week, somebody asks, why do you always cover the number of homes that have had a price decrease? And it's because I know for sure there are 1,035 sellers in Atlanta who are raising their hand uh, saying that I want to get an offer. I want to be a little more motivated. I am a little more motivated than you might have thought. I'm willing to be flexible. I'm willing to negotiate. 1,035 times that happened in the last seven days. There were 1,678 homes that were put under contract. Um, going under contract is when a buyer and a seller, a buyer makes an offer typically, buyer-seller negotiates back and forth. When it goes under contract is when those two parties have finalized that agreement and all the paperwork is finalized. And then there were 1,587 closings for the month. 1,587 closings, excuse me, not for the month, for the week. 1,587 closings for the week. That's just five days. That's over 300 closings every single day right here in Metro Atlanta. So if you feel like you are ready to buy a home or sell a home and you feel like the timing not might not be right, I invite you to think again because it could be that the timing is perfect. Buyers who have been in the market looking to buy a home for the bulk of this year who have been beat out in multiple offer situations, I tell you, hey, help could be on the way and help could come in the form of the holiday season, January and February. Because in a lot of years, the amount of buyer traffic through homes and the amount of buyers, the number of buyers who are out in the market looking to buy a home decreases during the winter. Now, it's not like it goes away, but it decreases. And you certainly can understand why as you get into Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and then whatever other holidays that you might celebrate in your home, people get more focused on family and fun and holidays and not necessarily on buying homes. Now, the reality is there's still a good market for sellers who want to sell this time of year because buyers who are out looking at homes in November and December, they are very serious. There is very few spouses who want to be drug out looking at houses unless they absolutely have to during this very important time of the year. So know that as a seller, if you put your home on the market this time of year, good chance you'll have some serious buyers. As a buyer, when you go out and start making offers, there's a good chance that you might not have as much competition as you had earlier in the year. For those who've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. The answer, my name is Cleve Gaddis, and I'm your host. If you want to connect with us, it's easy. It's gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. If you have a question and you want to see whether or not we can give you a good answer or at least do the research to get the answer for you, just reach out to us and give us a try. For those who thought maybe the coronavirus pandemic had decreased your chances of being able to sell your home or forced you to sell for less, or maybe that it would take forever and you might miss your deadline, 
the coronavirus, believe it or not, might have even given you better options than you would normally have. We'd like to show you how to sell your home for $28,000 more than what your neighbor sold his or her home for and make your timing work out perfectly and also keep you safe through the entire process. In order to find out a two-step process for how you sell your home for $28,000 more, go to gogaddisradio.com, gogaddisradio.com, click on $28,000 more, put in just a little bit of information. I'll reach out to you personally, and we'll do two things. Number one, we'll do a customized maximum value plan that's available exclusively through Gaddis Group at Remax Center, and it shows you exactly how high you could push the price for your home. And it's fascinating the way we look at data to help you understand just how much flexibility upward there might be in terms of pricing. Now, here's the real kicker. Our $28,000 more program comes with what's called a rehab and a refresh program for those who qualify, and most people do, where you can get up to $15,000 to make cosmetic improvements to your home to make itself or way more. We're finishing up one of those rehab and refresh programs in the city of Johns Creek, about $15,000 has been spent on the home. It will probably change the sales price of that home somewhere to the tune of forty dollars to $50,000. It is really, really quite remarkable. So here's what you do, Atlanta. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on $28,000 more to learn how to sell your home for $28,000 more. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans. John makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step-by-step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available and can make the best decisions along the way. John's number is 678-226-7887, 678-226-7887. Only a couple minutes left in this segment, and we need to get to... Something you should know about Metro Atlanta. We believe everybody who lives in Metro Atlanta should know a lot about Metro Atlanta. It's a fantastic city with lots and lots of great things to go and do and see. And this week we're going to talk about the Cyclorama. On February 22, 2019, the Atlanta History Center opened Cyclorama, the big picture featuring the fully restored Cyclorama painting. If you grew up in Atlanta like me, you remember it being at the Atlanta Zoo. At the centerpiece of this new multimedia experience is a 132-year-old hand-painted work of art that stands 49 feet tall, is longer than a football field, and weighs 10,000 pounds. This painting is one of only two cycloramas in the United States, the other being the Battle of Gettysburg cyclorama, making Atlanta home to one of America's largest historic treasures. In the 1880s, the Battle of Atlanta cyclorama painting was an immersive experience, the equivalent, if you will, of virtual reality today. The painting is a full-color, three-dimensional illusion designed to transport the viewer onto the battlefield. Cycloramas were created as a form of entertainment. They were the IMAX of that time, believe it or not. This painting was a visual story about the 1864 Battle of Atlanta, but over time it evolved into a significant artifact that has its own fascinating story. When it was moved from Minneapolis to Atlanta in, I believe, the 1930s, or excuse me, in 1892, The Battle of Atlanta was a Union victory, but the story was changed to make it a Confederate victory to make it more appealing to people in the South. Uh, That version of history, not that we ever have any reversions or revisions made to our history, but that was reversed in the 1930s. We have got a great second segment for you. Why is the market so crazy? What is it about your home that you're thankful for? And what happens when the buyer expects you to leave your refrigerator, but you wanted to take it? We're going to cover those subjects and more. Stick with us 
We'll be back on this Thanksgiving edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio.